Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Time for You Better You Bet with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. They bring you the betting insight, laughs, and some rants along the way. You bet enough sides, you bet enough totals. You bet enough props, you play DFS. It gets to the point where every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. And there is nothing better than that. We'll give you an edge to beat the spread and so much more. Some people are probably looking at the Raiders number being like, oh, everyone thinks McDaniel stinks like everyone thinks the organization is dysfunctional that's baked into this number no it isn't there's no extra tax here for McDaniels is a terrible coach what do we call that wagertainment it's you better you bet from BetQL. Yes, indeed it is. You better you bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley's back in the saddle, and it's great to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, we bring you no hot take BS. We bring you the bets, and we bring you the sports. We bring you tales from the Outer Banks, where Ken Barkley was this past week as well. Coming up in just a little bit, we are coming to you live today from all the usual spots, Odyssey.com and the app, BetQLNetwork.com and the app. Radio stations nationwide as part of the BetQL Network. We are on YouTube, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. And on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Ken and I here bringing you the wagertainment up until 7 o'clock Eastern. We are talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sports books, the great people over at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. The show also brought to you by BetQL with all the tools you need to take down the sports books. BetQL.com and the BetQL app. On this, M3. Three words, and they all start with the letter M. Magnificent Football Monday. You're damn right. July 31st, the final day of July in the year of our Lord, 2023. Tomorrow is August. You know what that means? Football's almost here. Our show is on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper. Wait, what are you on? Twitter? Is that what you're on? What's the, I've never oh, heard of X. it. What is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, X. you're on X. Oh, you're, yeah, oh, you're on give it X to you. already. <laughs> I still have this weird sensation, like, I don't know if it's a sensation or feeling when I look up at my browser and the X is there and I'm like, what is that? Like, what is it? I'm not used to it. Like, still. what What app did I pay for? What did I sign up for? What is this? Does my wife know about this? Yeah. I, All right. But it, the, the, the blue bird was iconic. I, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Twi- well, you, X- well, you can find me on X. You can find me on X at Locky Lockerson. I'll be uh, X X eating out a lot of stuff. I'll be doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, if you had told me a couple of years ago, you know where you're going to be on social, you know what app you're going to be on? X. 
You're like, man, my career's taking a dark turn. <laughs> man, that was tough NFL season, huh? Sorry, everybody. <laughs> tough so enough that, like, Nick Costos has started his only own version of OnlyFans on X. Do you know how many subscribers I'd get? Zero. Uh, great to be back here with you on the show. Two tremendous guests coming up on this Magnificent Football Monday. The whale capper Drew Densick will stop by, as he does on Magnificent Football Mondays, talking all things National Football League, a veritable potpourri of sports betting topics with our pal, the whale capper. And it is Major League Baseball trade deadline day. Tomorrow, so we have to bring on Odyssey Sports Major League Baseball insider, baseball columnist for the New York Post, our good friend John Heyman, to talk about all the comings and goings right now. It's an interesting trade deadline this year in Major League Baseball. Plus, dun 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 dun, we know it moved. Over the course of today's show, we will hit every single game coming up week one in the National Football League. Line movement, sides, totals, what it means, where it's going. All of this on the way. We have one more team to finish in eight buckets, which we started in about February. So it's been about six months six months in the making. Uh, the New York Jets will be the final team that we will hit in eight buckets with hard knocks. Um, getting set to debut here. Aaron Rodgers in the news for blasting Broncos head coach Sean Payton, and deservedly so. We will go through the Jets' schedule today. A team that I think we're going to be high on as a show. Maybe even coming up in week number one, Monday Night Football, against the Buffalo Bills. We will give you our takes on what we've seen thus far in Major League Baseball as we approach the trade deadline. Max Scherzer is a Texas Ranger. The Angels are adding around Shohei Otani. Our thoughts on the Yankees, Texas, the Angels, the Braves, and so much more coming up on the show today. Power Hour, Final Hour, all our bets for tonight, including the United States women's team in Portugal in the Women's World Cup and, of course, Major League Baseball. We're locked and loaded. Magnificent Football Monday. Great to have Ken Barkley back from vacation, back here with me on the show. Ken, how's it going? How was your vacation? Oh, it was great. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for saying that. Was in that was in the Outer Banks for a week. feel like I, I'm still not back on Earth yet. I still wake up, feel like I hear the waves crashing and and go outside my window and it's like 100 degrees and there's just a pool in the ocean but that's not the case woke up and uh you look around and see, here's two screaming children here's uh here's a lot of stuff that somebody ran into my mailbox uh but when we got home the mailbox is like twisted and turned around up have to fix that so yeah just adjusting back to reality i think and uh it's also it's like weird because it's the first day back for both of us kind of like in earnest we did a week a couple weeks ago, but I was on my way out again. It was still July. Not a whole lot was going on. And it's also July 31st. So like it's August 1st tomorrow. So like it all feels like we're at the start of something right now. And I don't like how that feels because <laughs> it feels like we're at the start. It's August 1st. Like next month is like college football will start next month. NFL preseason will be going on all next month. And that stuff's all great. But there's kind of this like the Sunday scaries there's like the the August 1st scaries. That's like kind of what's going on right now. I feel like where I'm just, I don't think I'm ready yet for that. And I'm excited for it, but I'm also not really ready for it mentally, emotionally. And I woke up this morning and I was like, is this the start of it? Because now we're just kind of doing the show a yeah. lot more, you and I, up until uh, up until football starts. It's a little early, but like I couldn't help feeling, this is the first time all summer I felt like that, was when I woke up this morning and I go, man, I got a lot of football work to do. Got a lot of that stuff, which is great, but it's also like, a signal that that time is coming. I, I'm you. Normally, it's you talking me off the ledge with this sort of thing. I think that this may be me talking you off the ledge here. We still got time, man. We got like a solid six weeks here before the season like starts. A, gotta be yeah. nice and relaxed. Gotta make, just gotta. It's make not sure really people. six though. It's not really like Five, like college college football is like three weeks from Saturday. That that's happening. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's a thing that's happening. It <laughs> so is. I, it is. I, it's like win total bets. Like I got to have stuff in by then. And I'm just like, I, I like feel like I'm way behind, but I don't think I'm way behind. I just feel like I'm way behind. Oh, you're doing Cause great. it just, it feels like football already. Yeah. You're doing great. And listen, just spend a yeah. lot of time in the sun, go out for walks, try to get to the beach, do as much as you can here. Just stay yeah. for as long as you can over the course of the next right. five or six weeks here before we are before we're fully in overdrive. Uh, we'll do a lot of sports on the show today, but it's great to have Ken back on the show. Ken, uh, thanks to Will Brinson for filling in last week while Ken was out. Ken spent the week in the Outer Banks of this family. Ken, tell, tell us about the vacation, some of uh, the superlatives, best thing you ate, et cetera. Um, thoughts from the Outer Banks, which I had never heard of basically prior to about a week and a half ago. Yeah, we played played Millionaire. Thought they were in uh, thought they were in Maine at first, right? That was something like that. So uh, this isn't player, like necessarily from that region. I mean, I, we had a great trip. I uh, can go over like best food and all that stuff. Uh, but we drove, and I had this idea several years ago, and it reoccurred to me on this drive because, like, look, you you know, you drive really long drives, especially if you have kids in the car, ten hours, twelve hours, whatever. Like ours was was like nine and a half down, and then a little more than that back. You have to stop a bunch of times. And I had this idea a few years ago, because when you have drives like that, and you're especially if you're on the East Coast, I'm sure wherever people live, they feel like this, but on the East Coast, for sure. So many people are terrible at driving. They're just really bad all the time. And you go through all these different states and everyone's equally atrocious. There's no one state like everybody that lives in their state. Like, oh, my state's the worst. No, it isn't. We were in all of them. We were just in 11 of them. And everyone's Florida. terrible. Florida yeah, gets my Florida's point. really bad. And usually when somebody does something insane on the highway in a different state, they have a Florida license plate, which is oh, always yeah. really funny. I live there, uh, so, I can tell you. Yeah. So Florida's really bad, but it just like them being really bad doesn't mean the other states aren't also bad. And so I had this idea a few years ago. It's like a half-baked idea or like a kind of a harebrained scheme where just like the problem with people being bad at driving and why there are so many bad drivers is there's like there should be more of a deterrent, right? Like it's really dangerous. You could get killed. You could get seriously injured. Like there are bad things that can happen. You can hurt other people when you're when you're really bad at driving. But like, if I'm a good driver, I can make up for the fact that they suck at driving. Like Definitely. I can adjust. So like they do something really stupid and all of us have to collectively be really smart and then that prevents something bad from happening to them. So they get off scot-free, right? You make a really bad driving decision and everybody else does the right thing. Like, you're cool, you're good, and you it might even reinforce you to keep doing it, which is probably what happens. Well, I'm just going to keep doing this. Nothing's happened so far, whatever. So my idea, to essentially punish these people, because that's what I would like to do, but not Execution? in like a really, really devious way, but I would like like some punishment for them, is there needs to be like an arm of the like law enforcement, probably like probably the police department. Maybe we create a new department. Sometimes we do that and spend a bunch of money. And... We need to have unmarked vehicles who are like, that are like specially built to withstand crashes and they need to be like the punishment vehicle. So like if someone does something really stupid that like should have resulted in a crash, like I'm, you know, I'm like weaving and I'm cutting across three lanes in five seconds, the unmarked car should essentially crash into that car to be like, you deserved that. And the unmarked and car is going to be prepared. It's going to have like mattresses on the inside. It's everything. We got the like the Hans device, the NASCAR drivers wear. We got all that stuff. And it's like, oh, that person, that that person is making a huge mistake. They must be punished for this mistake. And By I'm death. going to crash into them so yeah, that they will yes, learn their to lesson. To kill them. Yeah. To kill them, basically. Is well, I don't think you're going to kill saying. them. Well, okay. Hey, if you're going to drive, if you're going to drive like that on the highway, 
maybe you get what you deserve a little bit. And maybe I, the listen, punishment vehicle is dis- there to make sure that happens. Yeah. I don't disagree. I, I did not know where this was going. I did not think it was going to end in like in like high speed crash on the highway and like in death for these people. But the important thing is the law enforcement officer execution. has to be protected. Like yes, pillows, oh, mattresses, that crazy. Remember like in Demolition Man, there was like that foam that like came out when the cars crashed or whatever. Was that that movie? And it was just like, whatever, whatever safety mechanisms are possible. Great. You could duct tape mattresses to the outside of a demolition derby car. Great. And put a siren on it. Oh, somebody's like cutting everybody off. Oh, well, that was a bad call. And here's some punishment for that. Yeah. Uh, Well, if there's one thing that people in this country are clamoring for more of, it's definitely more law enforcement. So I more law enforcement and more money toward law enforcement. Yeah, I think that's you know what I want to do. People are really into. I want to fund the police. That's what I want to do. (laughs) I have to to tell you, and I'm I'm being sincere. I don't care if people like it or dislike it. I don't disagree because, like, you know what I I do? I play. I play my life on the straight and narrow. I don't get into yeah. anything, and I don't want to deal with people that are, like, getting into things. I don't want to deal with any of it. I'm not into it right. at all. I'll, I'll tell you the thing that pisses me off the most. is This speaks near and dear to my heart. Now, as I, as I get a little older, I try and relax a little bit more with this stuff and not get as worked up. But, like, this stuff still gets me really worked up. The thing that pisses me off the most that people do when they're driving. So let's say I'm in the left lane right on the highway, yeah. and you are in the right lane, and the middle lane is empty. I right. will never merge into that lane if there is someone like directly because i don't trust this person i don't trust the people so i will either be get behind the person like like slow down a little bit or speed up to merge nothing is worse than people on the road who change lanes specifically from the left or right to the middle lane without looking there's like i'm just gonna go it's empty i'm just gonna go without thinking about what could be going on in another lane i think that is the most dangerous thing i think that is what and this is anecdotal by me. I think that's probably what results in the most accidents. I think like that's this is what we should be teaching kids in school. You know what I did with geometry? Absolutely nothing. You know how many times I've used a protractor since your know, third grade math class? Zero. Should have told you yeah. this in school. I think that we'd be all better off for that. Yeah, yeah this stuff. Yeah, I get I get yeah, I I try not to get so worked up about this, but how can you not? Because these people are just so freaking stupid. Get a brain, yeah. you jackass clowns. Well, and there's, they're so stupid and like, we have to constantly pay for their mistakes. Like it's, people are stupid all the time, but typically like when you're stupid and a lot of other things, like there, there are consequences of your actions, right? It's like, where's that, that famous thing? Like, oh, look, it's the consequences of my actions, whatever. Like driving doesn't work that way. I have too much at stake. I have to make up for your bonehead play here. Like I have to do that. I have to, you know, this is just, you know, I'm sure there are sports analogies too. It's like, oh, you left this guy uncovered. Now I have to go out of my way to cover him because otherwise we give up a touchdown. And then that looks bad for me because I'm on the defense. So I got to, I got to go cover for your mistake. I'm tired of covering for your mistakes, but I have too much of a risk. I just die if I don't cover for your mistakes. That's my risk. And it's all your fault. And you don't get punished for it. You just get to go drive around wherever you want. Zippity doo dah. I think the one to 10 scale, when someone is like weaving in and out of traffic dangerously and like going way too fast, I think like, my resting position is like a nine in those moments. Like I, I, you're right. I think I would pay. I would actually take a portion of money that I make every year and put it towards one of these demolition cars, like to crash yes. into these people because they tell do me, need to tell, learn a just lesson. Be honest, right? Tell me when someone. Oh, the so the movie yes. you were just describing the merge, the left right yes. center merge. Tell me, tell me there isn't no matter how evil or you know sinister is probably the right word. This sounds. Tell me there isn't a part of everybody listening that when you see something like that, you're not like, man, I really hope something bad happens to that person, like really bad, because like this sucks. And I hope something bad happens to them. And it's, by the way, it's okay to feel like that. It's completely human to feel like that. And you kind of should feel like that. 
Because like, you know, like that's how you're going to die. It's well, like people messing, like that. Because they're messing with you. Because yeah. they're messing with you. Right. I, I think about this weekend. Someone was like, I was driving back from, from my friend's uh, lake house the other night. And like someone's like going like 30 miles an hour above the speed limit, weaving in and out of traffic. And I'm thinking, man, like I'd love to like hear like a really loud noise up. That's a person that gotten really yeah. far past me. I'm like, man, like that would, Motorcycle. Be, that would be the worst thing. Be like, oh, somebody want to just like clip that back wheel a little bit? Just like a little <laughs> bit? Well, no? Because like I bet you that guy won't do that anymore. Stuff. Motorcycle stuff because it's like guaranteed death for the cyclist. Well, yeah, you're just you're toast. Any contact, like a small breeze, and you're toast. You got no shot. And we all have, and we all have to cover for you, by the way. Awesome, neat that you chose this. That we all have to make up for your mistake. Yeah, well, it's the very morbid starts of the show today, but a little cathartic also because I also I I I hate these people. I I hate them. Like you're you're a jackass. You know what? Maybe they're on X. You know what? They should die. You know what else they should do? Burn in hell. And join us after the break. Coming up next, we'll talk line movement for week one of the National Football League. Nick and Ken, you better, you bet.